aka Patterson. Here we go. Big episode, as big as uh, an episode as big as this movie because it's dynamic. We got a lot of things to cover. Peter A. DeLuca here, aka Pad, another known as the pop culture pope, the world sketchbook champion, creator of Uzi Susie and Trial by Fire, originator of the Wolf Pack available. Right now at akapad.com, you can get yourself two free trading cards when you sign up. And the only thing I need is your email and address. So rocking and rolling, John Watts. Who the hell is John Watts? John Watts might be on the biggest run of any director with no skips. He, he hasn't skipped since 2014. It's 2021 right now. 2022. <laughs> 2022, I'm sorry, but uh, Spider-Man No Way Home came out in 2021. Before, all right, previously on this podcast, I did nothing but gush over John Watts. His 2014 horror movie, Clown, is one of the most fun original horror movies uh, I've seen for the 31 Days of Dread. might have been two years ago. It's fantastic. Uh, I believe I watched that movie three times in in that month of October. 2015 Cop Car with Kevin Bacon is a legit movie. And then here we go. We have... We have... It's like we we get these like human... I'm just trying to put my words together. But we get this like human element. But clown and cop car. It's easy bait. It's an easy move to put him on a character driven superhero movie. Spider Man Homecoming, which we've seen in 2019 as well. Spider Man Far From Home. 2021, uh, maybe uh, as deep and intricate of a flow for a movie. Uh, stacked cast equal to Avengers Infinity War. And this is the movie that saved theaters post-COVID. There was no secret about what surprises that this movie had. I predicted part of the Sony deal, the only reason Sony would want to play ball with Marvel, because I feel like Sony... Sony may have just been a little bit smited by Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because it's easy to see how good of a movie that is. And for whatever reason, right, it like it's it's it ends up in the garbage. I, I don't agree with it. I think Amazing Spider-Man has the best Spider-Man action sequences ever. But we have a movie that is just it's it's loaded. And we have a director that weaves this large idea, this large conflict with Doctor Strange creating a spell to erase Peter Parker is Spider-Man from the entire world. And here's here's the funny thing. People love that. They love it. But it doesn't validate the comic book that it's ripped from the one more day Spider-Man Joe Quesada J. Michael Straczynski uh, hated miniseries by the way 
Which is beyond me, because I feel like this movie would validate that, and vice versa, but nope. So, that's a great point that uh, so many of my commentators have missed. But but we have to kind of look at this. We, we can't look at No Way Home as as a uh, extension of the MCU first. We can't look at that first. We can't look at it as a box office savior first. Our approach for this movie, right, like just to out of the gate, is how well does it function as a movie on its own? Because this movie is just so much fun to think about, so much fun to talk about. But it relatively doesn't work and is a complete failure for over one hour. Okay, this movie picks up right where the last movie left off, Far From Home. Now, here's the thing. Far From Home, No Way Home, Homecoming. This confuses a lot of people. Some people don't know which movie is which. Uh, We're introducing the audience into the multiverse officially Mysterio, our villain from 2019, right, uh, says he's from the multiverse. So, uh, that's, oh, it's just, it doesn't quite fit when you put those two movies together. It doesn't flow. It, it, it just seems like they, they made it up as they went along, which we know they're, they are doing. And it doesn't have to seem like it, though. So, that's has not been addressed. But, you know, moving on, we get this direct uh, sequel, okay? So, No Way Home picks up right, exactly right. It's 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 Casino Royale, Royale Quantum of Solace type of, like, one-two hit, meaning it, the movie just picks up. It's just an extended scene. Let me turn off my, uh, my phone real quick. And it's hard to follow. It's it's hard to know exactly everything that's happening in this movie. We have a lot. It's just like a lot of stuff happening. Uh, the movie picks up right where Far From Home left off. But then um, Happy Hogan, John Favreau, seems to have a longer relationship with Spider-Man's caretaker. Uh, Mar- Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. So it's just stuff like that. Like, it doesn't quite hit. It doesn't quite land. But we do have, like, the kids. We have these, like, Scooby-Doo, Hardy Boy kids trying to figure it, figure things out. Watch all of that works. All the 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 high school hijink stuff is there. The quips are there. But then, like, we move through the Doctor Strange part. And I just, again, like, would do you buy that the... Someone on the power level of Doctor Strange could be quickly interrupted. Like, you know, like just the idea that he was just like interrupted and fumbled because Peter Parker just keeps talking during this like detailed spell. Uh, The idea that Doctor Strange is allowed to cast a spell like this. These are all, this is what the movie is there for. It needs to address this stuff. Even if it's quick, okay, uh, some explanations are better than no explanations. And this is a fine line throughout all of the MCU. But the movie does pick up. It does have like this rogue one second hour where you just don't care. It's amazing because you're in it. 
and this is when we get introduced to the multiverse Spider-Man from the other movies, as I predicted, as I said, that the only reason Sony has to play ball with Disney is to maintain the relevancy of Spider-Man because Sony's looking 30, 20 years into the future of what to do with this property uh, in future products, okay? Disney uh, did Sony a huge boon, like by putting Spider-Man in Civil War. Like, it, it, they saved the franchise. They did Sony's work for them. But then, hey, uh, the second hour is the future of the MCU right there, rocking and rolling. We get three Spider-Man. We have all of these villains. It's hard to understand how exactly the villains came back and what they're doing and they're they're working with dr octopus now but and they're doing their scientific building montage because they're figuring out the weaknesses of all the villains and that stuff's cool and the implementation and the showdown at the statue of liberty is cool uh someone have a really good nod with uh spider-man 3 by the way with the the statue of liberty uh scaffolding set up but the movie's there. It's fun. It's exciting. Uh, Andrew Garfield is probably the best Spider-Man. I mean, it's hard. It's really hard to not give it to him after seeing him. Like, because you can compare. We compare all three of them on screen. Garfield, hands down, the absolute best Spider-Man. And then we have, like, a failed multiverse because there's been other live-action interpretations of Spider-Man. And I, I wish we've done a little bit more with that. Uh, we have other Spider-Man villains that didn't come into the movie, which is awkward and weird. And Spider-Man's all like own villains, like Mysterio, should have come back. Like <laughs> it would have been crazy if Mysterio came back. But then we have William Dafoe. We have the the death of Aunt May. Uh, William Dafoe, uh, villain-wise, really does like save. The drama in this movie because we we understand his uh like psychosis almost we know he's crazy we know he's losing control we know he's out of control and we buy into it and we we love seeing spider-man beat up green green goblin i don't think there's there's another scenario like that in all of the marvel movies uh as a reoccurring villain so, I mean, like, it's there. I mean, like, the, this movie doesn't quite work on its own, but it works very well in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And you you have to rate this movie on the curb on both of those, like, positions. Position one, as a movie, it's like a five. As an MCU movie, it's an eight. It's it's a, probably an eight or a nine. I mean, if, if we really put Winter Soldier... Uh, Infinity War, the original Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the, these are your 9s and 10s. Spider-Man No Way Home is a solid 8. It really is. So everyone, moving on, we're going to talk Doctor Strange 2, the Multiverse of Madness, in a very similar fashion. When it comes to checking new things out, John Watts, 2014 Clown, 2015 Cop Car. And then he makes a trilogy that is one of the most solid trilogies, just film to film. 
there is, even though, like, like I said, it's tough. But you know, like, if we gauge the three Spider-Man movies collectively as a trilogy, it also works very well as a trilogy. Works much better than the Nolan Batman movie as a trilogy. Much better than Blade. Much better than the uh, <laughs> Iron Man movies. You know what? I I do like that third Iron Man. But everyone, rocking and rolling. Moving on, let's get to Doctor Strange for 62. 